The epistle to be read today for the first Sunday of Lent is taken from St. Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 6. Brethren, we exhort you that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, In an acceptable time I have heard thee, and in the day of salvation I have helped thee. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Let us give no offense to any man, that our ministry be not blamed. But in all things let us exhibit ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience and tribulation and necessities and distresses and stripes, in prisons and seditions, in labors and watchings, in fastings and chastity, in knowledge and long suffering, in sweetness, in the Holy Ghost, in charity unfeigned, in the word of God, in the power of God, by the armor of justice on the right hand and on the left, through honor and dishonor, through evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet known, as dying and behold we live, as chastised and not killed, as sorrowful not yet always rejoicing, as needy yet enriching many, as having nothing and possessing all things. In the Holy Gospel. Sacred Gospel, St. Matthew chapter 4. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterwards he was hungry. And the tempter coming said to him, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Who answered and said, It is written, Not in bread alone doth a man live, but in every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city. And set him upon the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He hath given his angels charge over thee, and in their hands shall they bear thee up, lest perhaps thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And the devil took him up into a very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and said to him, All these will I give thee, if falling down thou wilt adore me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, The Lord thy God that shalt thou thou adore, and him alone shalt thou serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Thus far the words of today's holy gospel. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. These words are taken from the gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many years ago there lived in Italy a prominent and wealthy nobleman. He spent the first half of his life in every kind of dissipation and immorality. But when he was nearing 50 years old, he felt his years on earth were quickly coming to an end. In fact, a number of his companions uh, who were older or younger than himself had already died. So he could not but help but think that his turn would soon come. God had given him a great grace. And so with God's graces working within him, he reflected on his very wicked life. He said to himself, I must go to confession, but I must go to confession to the Pope, for he alone can forgive all my sins. 
And so he went to Rome and was granted an audience with the Pope. Now, after confessing his sins, the Holy Father, the Pope, said that for such a life of sin, he would have to impose a proportionate penance. But as it is often with us, we say we are ready to do anything to make up for our wrongdoings. But when the time comes, we think it is too much for us. Everything seems exorbitant and impossible. And so it was with this man. He said he was ready to change his life and do all that was necessary until the penance came. The Pope said, for penance, I want you to fast for six months. Holy Father, the penitent replied hurriedly, I have a weak stomach and a delicate constitution. My doctor has forbidden me to fast at all. Please give me another penance instead. So the Pope responded, Then go to Holy Mass every day for six months. To this the man objected that he had so many duties that there was not time for him to go to Mass each day. Okay, said the Pope, I want you to read a chapter from the New Testament every night. My eyes are too weak, the man at once retorted, and every little strain on them gives me a violent headache. Kindly give me a penance that will not injure my health. So the Holy Father paused for a moment, thought for what he could give this man, and then putting his finger into his little pocket of his cassock, He drew from it a beautiful gold ring. And on the gold ring was written an inscription with the Latin words, Memento More, Remember, you must die. And so he bade the man to hold out his hand. And then he placed the ring on his finger, saying, For penance, I want you to wear this ring as long as you live, with the condition that every morning for the first thing after waking, you read the inscription on it and ponder over it earnestly. After thinking for an instant, the man said, Your Holiness, I will do that. And so the story goes that the man kept his promise. He wore the ring and thought about the inscription every morning, contemplating and thinking about the fact as it said on the inscription, remember you must die. And furthermore, the man went to Mass every day. He also read the Bible every night, and he fasted and prayed very much. And so in the end, he did all the penances that the Pope had given him because of his daily morning meditation and his thought that one day he will die. Now, my dear faithful, this past Wednesday, we celebrated Ash Wednesday and the beginning of the Lenten season. We distributed ashes then, and Father will distribute ashes today after Mass for all those who have not received them. And as the priest puts the ashes on your forehead, he says the words in Latin, Memento homo, quia pulvis es, et in pulverem reveteris, that is to say, Remember, O man, 
that you are dust, and unto dust you will return. And as you notice, these words are very similar to the inscription on the ring in the story. Remember, you must die. And so as the ashes we receive on our forehead with the words should remind us that we will one day die. And so we must be prepared. And that is why we do this before the holy season of Lent. To remind us that the fast and the mortification that we practice now are a great advantage to us to help us reach our goal, to help us get to heaven. We all need to perform some type of mortification in our life. We need to practice some penance because of original sin and our own personal sin. For penance and mortification make up for our sins and because they will help prevent future sins as well. By denying ourselves the lawful enjoyments, we build up strength also in order to fight against the attacks of the devil and the world and the flesh. Of course, fasting and mortification is not easy. We are not naturally drawn to practice acts of mortification. And so the church has prescribed the Lenten fast to help us, to remind us, and to make sure that we practice at least once a year some penance and mortification. Just as our Lord gave us an example today in today's gospel, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights before he went to practice his public ministry. And so the fast is so important for us that in fact it binds us under pain of mortal sin. Unless, of course, we're legitimately dispensed. And so during Lent, those between the age of 21 and 59 are commanded to, by the church to fast. And most Catholics also during this time give up certain other things. Whether it's something we like to do or certain foods we will abstain from. Choose some special thing to give up, like the TV the internet, the radio, or even limiting the time you use your cell phones. All these are very good sacrifices, and they are very pleasing to the sacred heart. But it is most important that we also strive to work on some particular virtue. We should think about today, if you have not already done so, what you most need to work on, what you need to practice, what virtue what sin you often fall into. You can analyze and examine yourself and think what sin is mo- you most commit and think of the reason why you do so. And this will help you to practice the virtue and to not commit it as often during the season. Pick a certain virtue to work on every day throughout this Lenten season. Think about what you need to overcome whether it is anger, suspicion, jealousy, envy, vanity, or evil thoughts. And then, my dear faithful, let us strive to make these good resolutions, keep these good resolutions during this Lenten season, and be generous and persevering in keeping them. And to help you to do this, follow the example of the man in the story. Every morning, remind yourself that one day you will die. Just as we begin Lent by receiving ashes, 
with the words, Remember, O man, you are ashes, and unto ashes you will return. So make it a practice that every morning, at least during Lent, to think about the fact that one day you will die. Of course, this is not some sick or demented or morose thought. Rather, it is one that should fill you with confidence and peace of soul, and even give you a spiritual joy. Why is that? Because we are not made for this earth. We are made to get to heaven. We are just here in this valley of tears. We are on a journey to the next life, and we cannot escape suffering or crosses here. Rather, we must use them to help us get to heaven. It is like climbing a mountain. As we near the peak, as you get closer to the top of the mountain, it gets steeper and steeper. And what do you do then? We encourage ourselves to keep on going. We tell ourselves, we are almost there. We are almost at the top. Push on. And so it is with the thought of death. When we think about the fact that one day we will die, we are like standing on the top of a mountain, almost at the top. The peak of the mountain is in sight. And we must say to ourselves, push on, push on to our goal. The journey is almost over. Heaven is in sight. And this will help you to joyfully carry your crosses each day. There is one holy religious who often thought about every hour. They would say to themselves, rejoice for I am an hour closer to heaven. And so use this thought of death to help you to joyfully carry the crosses and trials of life. Just like the man in the story, when he thought about his death, he changed his entire way of living. At first he thought he could not do those penances that the Pope gave him. But instead, after thinking about death, that one day he would soon die, he went to Mass every day. He read from the Bible every night. And he fasted and prayed very much. So let us then begin this holy practice. It will only take a moment or even a few minutes each day. Think about your own death and remind yourself of the resolutions that you made for Lent. To practice some particular virtue each day. And think how you will practice it during that day. In this thought of death will help you to be generous in fulfilling each one of these promises you have made. Use this Lent, then, to atone for your past sins by your sacrifices and acts of mortification. Be generous in following the fast and abstinence, but especially be cheerful and patient, even while practicing these mortifications and and practicing these virtues. And every morning, then, as the Pope instructed that man in the story, The first thing after awakening, read the inscription on the ring. Remember, you must die. And ponder over this earnestly each day. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.